1: You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.
0: Ever been to a party where you don't really know anyone? You're only friends with the host and you kind of forced yourself to show up. So you try to put yourself out there and make small talk like, oh, I love this song. And you exchange a little bit of small talk. Hello. How about that ride in? And then crickets. You've clashed. My name's Alira Potter. I'm an intuitive guide, author, and proud Yoda Yoda woman. And on today's episode of Fill My Cup, the podcast that makes you feel better, we're talking about first impressions and why we might click with some people instantly and clash with others. Dr. Ali Walker is a human connection scientist with a PhD in group dynamics, and she's just written a book, it's called Click or Clash, that looks at how, by knowing our connection types, we can transform our relationships. Ali, welcome. Welcome. I want to talk about in our everyday lives, we click and clash constantly. We might immediately click with people and then be put off by others. Is it more
1: than just a bad first impression? (laughs) Well, firstly, thank you for having me and it's a pleasure to be here talking to you. And I've just written this book called Click or Clash and it's got all this research in it about how we relate to each other. And I think that because we don't know the science, because we didn't know much about why we react to certain people as we do, what we tend to do is we make up really simple stories about what's going on. And we say things like, oh, we didn't like each other, or it was awkward, or that person was rude. And then we kind of leave it at that. And in our minds, we sort of say to each other, that's it, we're not going to go further in that connection. But what my research shows is that actually, we click with people who match or mirror Our needs in belonging, and we clash with people or we don't get on with people who don't mirror or match our needs. So it really doesn't have much to do with a personality necessarily. It's got to do with what we go out into the world asking for and whether someone can provide it for us.
0: Tell me more about your research and explain to me the connection types that you found. What I found
1: was that there's two key elements of every human connection. And those two key elements are frequency and intensity. Now, frequency is simply how much human connection you like in your life. So we've all heard the terms introversion, extroversion, and frequency is correlated with those terms. So basically to find out whether you're high, mid or low frequency, I can ask you one question if you were designing your perfect weekend, would you want to be around other people for more than 50% of the time, around 50% of the time, or less than 50% of the time?
0: Oh, me, less than 50% of the time.
1: Okay. So with that answer, I then know that you're a low frequency connector. And having spoken to you just a little bit now, I'm going to say you're mid to low. So you're not so, so low. You couldn't actually host a podcast if you were very low, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, correct. <laughs> You're low to mid. You would like to be around people probably around 40 to 50% of the time of that weekend. And then you'd be happy in your own company. Um, here I am telling you what you
0: are. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I want. And that's exactly how my weekends are. I have to have one social day seeing people, yeah. catching up, and then yeah. I need my Alira Day, which is my Sunday, and I literally don't respond to messages or like interact with people until after midday
1: because I need that time. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's frequency, that's how much. Now it's not always appropriate when you first meet someone to say to them, okay, if you were designing your perfect perfectly." <laughs> 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 so there's another way to find out what someone's preferred frequency is and it's how much they talk and how fast they talk. So when you meet someone, it is simply about are they jumping to fill the silences? Are they speaking really quickly? Are they really animated? If so, they're a high-frequency connector. They're like the Labrador of human connection. They are saying to you, my needs are met and I like a lot of human connection." So the first key element is frequency. So we know all about that now. That's how much. But intensity is really important as well because I think a lot of people stop there with how much. So people sort of think about how much do you want to text? How much do you want to speak on the phone? How much do you want to hang out? And that's where we stop with human connection. It's just do you like as much as me? But there's this really other important element that's been overlooked up to now, and that's called Intensity. Intensity is how you bond and how you feel comfortable connecting with someone else. So it's what type of connection you like. Now, if you're high intensity, you're someone who's very comfortable bonding through talking and conversation. So you're prepared to share your truth. You want to hear the truth of someone else and you want to make meaning in human relationships through conversation. But if you're lower intensity, you just want to have shared positive experiences with people where there's less pressure to talk. Now, if you're mid-intensity, you can go either way. You have great range, but sometimes mid-intensity people feel like they're just reacting to the environment rather than creating the environment, right? So given those two elements of frequency and intensity, you then have your connection type. So your connection type is a combination of all those things. Are you low frequency and low intensity, so quite reserved, quite introverted? Or are you high frequency, high intensity? Explain to me who might we hit it off with immediately. So there's three types of clicks and three types of clashes when we go out into the world, instant, intuitive, and intimate, right? So instant clash and instant click, they are the first impression we have with someone. So you might meet someone and instantly feel comfortable, at ease, animated, like you're having a good time. That is an instant click. Or you might have an instant clash with someone, and I describe that as like trying to light a wet match. Now, the reason that we have an instant click or an instant clash with someone is all about frequency. So when you meet someone and they match your frequency, then you instantly feel comfortable because in the first 10 milliseconds of meeting someone, we are interested in establishing whether we are psychologically and physically safe with another person. So the physical safety element is often established by really, I mean, primal things. Like we look at someone's hands and what's someone doing with their hands. That's why when we meet someone, we tend to do something with our hands. We wave or we shake hands or we sort of hug someone because what we're saying is it's this ancient idea of I'm not holding a weapon which, I mean, in this modern age, it seems really interesting that we still think about that. So our first impression with someone is actually all about physical safety and psychological safety. So if you meet someone and instantly feel comfortable, it's because their frequency makes you feel comfortable. When it comes to romantic partners, we're not actually looking for someone who matches us in frequency or intensity, but that can help. I mean, it can really help. If you have a partner who likes the same amount of human connection as you, great, because it means you want to go out the same amount. You're as social as each other. You'll want to reply to each other's texts as frequently as the other. But with romantic partners, we're looking for someone to balance us out and that, someone who has strengths that we don't have. Now, if someone has strengths that you don't have, it's likely that their connection type might be a little bit different as well. And I'll give you this example of my husband and me because it's an easy one. You've known me a little while now. You can probably tell I'm high frequency and high intensity, right? I talk a lot. I talk really quickly and I I connect through talking and I bond through talking. So that's a certain type of connection type. All my friends are also high frequency, high intensity, right? So I go out into the world with my friends and I have these mirrors of people. But my husband, he's mid-frequency, mid-intensity, When I describe it, it's like, if I'm the kite, he's the handle of the kite. I feel grounded. I feel centered. He's my anchor. Whereas if you have someone who's lower frequency or more introverted, they might be really attracted to someone who's high frequency, high intensity, who gives them a sense of a spark, makes them feel like life's really dynamic and exciting. So it sort of depends on whatever you perceive that you're lacking. You might be searching for that in the world.
0: Is it necessarily a bad thing when we clash with someone immediately or are we being like too quick to judge? Because I'll be the first to admit it. Sometimes if I meet someone, I'll instantly be like, I don't like you. And I'm just like, that's it. I'm not interested anymore. And I'll like sort of block myself from getting to know that person as well, too. Well, you're not alone.
1: That's what pretty much everyone does. And that's what we've been conditioned to do. Because if you have a brief in your mind and your brief is to find some kind of match or mirror, it's almost like you're looking for two socks that match. And if you find a sock that doesn't match, you're kind of just going to discard it. Like this isn't it. I'm looking for a match. But I think we need to be more curious in connection because instant impressions can actually be deceiving sometimes because instant impressions are all about frequency, they're not about intensity. So a story I tell in the book is when I first met my best friend. We were year seven together at school and she and I didn't have an instant click. We didn't have a clash but we didn't have an instant click because her frequency is lower than mine. And then we started playing sport together. Turned out we are on the same train line going to and from school. We'd walk to the train together. And through those conversations actually developed this beautiful friendship because we realized we had the same intensity as each other. Another example is you might be a total mismatch for someone. Like when I met my father-in-law, I was trying to click with him and he is low frequency, low intensity, zero interest in talking to me, zero interest in my high frequency, kind of was looking at me like I was a mosquito, like she needs to stop. And I was asking him questions and he almost startled at one point, like, oh my gosh, she's still there. And, you know, the feeling like we're really clicking here, we're really, you know, enjoying each other's company. I never felt that until 10 years in. Because he's low intensity, he develops closeness through shared positive experience over time. He needed time to trust and establish closeness. And so after 10 years, we actually started doing crosswords together and having certain things that we liked to do in in each other's company that didn't rely on talking. So I would call that a 10-year instant clash that actually turned into a really deep mutual, well, I say mutual respect, respect on my end. (laughs) He's not here. I'm not going to speak for him.
0: 10 years. Wow, that's a long time. I feel like I would have given up. Well, I, was, I was playing a long game, Alira. I would have I was given really, up. I'd be like, no,
1: okay, that's fine. But well, do you know what? I kind of did give up. And that's sort of when it started working. Sometimes I think, as well, if you're a high intensity person, you really care about relationships and people affect you a lot, you absorb emotions readily. I think sometimes we can think that through greater control or manufacturing, relationships will improve. And sometimes it is about patience and yielding and surrender and not trying to force. And that's when the relationship actually comes to you. Yeah, that's really interesting.
0: How should we interact with people who have a very different communication type to us? Like, should we be adjusting our styles if someone is like high intensity communicator with someone who's like a low intensity
1: communicator? If you meet somebody and you think, wow, this person is really different to me, they have really long pauses in their conversation, they don't like talking as much as I do, or on the flip side, if you meet someone opposite to you and they talk a lot and you feel like you can't get a word in and it's all too much, whatever your opposite is, or I meet people who are really extroverted but don't want to talk about emotions, they don't really want to talk, they just want to be around people, just notice what's going on. Instead of taking it personally, that's the first mistake we all make. We take it personally and we think, oh, they didn't like me or it was awkward and it was my fault. That's not at all what's going on. Our connection types are developed before we're about 10 years old. So if you meet someone as an adult, nothing about that communication or connection is your fault or personal to you. All right. Don't take anything personally and be curious about what's going on. So instead of saying, oh, they didn't like talking to me, maybe say they've got really low frequency. In their connection style and that's how they connect. So once you work out what's going on and you can read people's signals, by the way, to work out whether someone's high intensity or low intensity, it's all about the level of their hand gestures. So if someone's hand gestures are above their waist when they're talking, they are high intensity. They connect through talking. If someone's mid-intensity, their hands are going to be around their thighs. So, you know, the casual zone, like, yeah, we went out, it was good, yeah, it was fun, my hands are here. Sometimes I might come up up here, but then I'm going to send them back down below my waist. If you're low intensity, your hands are going to be in your pockets, behind your back, folded across your chest or just by your side, you're not using your hands to connect. All right, so that's another good way to work out someone's behavioural cues. Once you've worked out someone's signals and what they are, what their connection type is, you have a choice to either mirror them or to just go on your merry way and be who you are and deal with the consequences of that. And I guess we all make those decisions based on the context of what's going on. So if you are in it on your first day at a new job, you're probably going to be reading people and mirroring them a lot more than, hi everyone, oh my gosh, I'm so high intensity. So, I guess let the social context dictate your decision, but it's all about reading other people. And if you can mirror them, you are offering them their greatest psychological need, which is belonging.
0: This has been an amazing chat. yeah Yeah, i feel like light bulb moments for me to be like oh that makes sense like why maybe i communicate differently with this person or whatever it may be but thank you so much dr ali for coming and chatting to us i appreciate your time and your energy i've loved it so thanks for having me Oh my gosh, that chat with Ali, Dr. Ali, I should say, was so amazing. I feel like it's opened up maybe a little can of worms for me to be like, okay, I need to maybe stop judging people straight away. Definitely going to be reading Ali's book, Click or Clash, which is out now. But thank you so much for filling your cup with me today. If you like today's episode, reach out to us at podcast at This episode is produced by Michaela Floriano with audio production by Rhiannon Rooney. This podcast was made by Mamma Mia. If you want to support women's media, we'd love if you became a Mamma Mia subscriber. It costs as little as $5.70 a month. For more information, see the link in our show notes. I'll see you later in the week. Bye.